Welcome back to Process. Before we dive into the content of today's episode, I wanted to remind you of the brand new course that Francesco D'Alessio and I have out called Obsidian Made Simple. If you're interested in taking long-term notes, having them in a system that makes sense, Obsidian is an excellent piece of software that can help you accomplish that goal. And this course is designed to help walk you through the basic, intermediate, and advanced features of Obsidian, plus tying those features together into helping you develop a personal knowledge management and note-taking workflow. If you're interested in finding out more about Obsidian Made Simple, head on over to obsidianmadesimple.com. I wanted to build off of an episode a couple of weeks ago where we discussed using the rule of three for iterating on your productivity system. If you haven't listened to that, I would definitely recommend listening to that episode first before this episode because that episode leaves a foundation that we're going to build off of in this one. So imagine that you've identified a problem in your productivity system. You've taken notice of it, it's happened three times, and so now you recognize that you have something to fix. Where do you go from here? You've already completed the first step to making a change in your system, which is to identify the problem. However, the next step is to understand that problem. Our first gut reaction when we encounter problems, generally, at least mine is anyway, is to assume that I know what the problem is. For example, a common problem that I've run into in the past, and I'm sure you've probably run into at some point in time, is my task management system isn't working for me. And our first reaction to that problem is, well, it's probably my software. And so I should jump to a different tool because it does something better than my current tool does. That's one way to solve problems, and you'll find some gratification and solution in that. Anytime you go into a new tool, you're rethinking your structure, you're rethinking your system, but the other thing you're doing is you're clarifying your system. You're getting it up to date. Maybe the problem that was a little deeper in there, if you had dug in, was that you just hadn't spent the time to invest in your system to trust it. That's a common problem that people have with productivity systems, is they don't trust them. But sometimes we blame it on software, Sometimes we fail to blame it on the processes that we've implemented to keep that system up to date. That's why clarifying your problem as much as you possibly can before trying to fix it is something that's incredibly important when trying to make improvements or changes to your productivity system. One tool that I have found helpful in doing so is something called the five whys. Essentially, you take a problem. Say, my task manager is not working for me. And then you ask why to that. Okay, so why is my task manager not working? Once you have an answer for that, or maybe multiple answers for that, then ask why again, and then again. And you do that to five levels of why. This is merely a thought exercise to try to get a deeper understanding of the problem that you're having. Because when you have clarity on your problem, the solution becomes all the more evident. So maybe in the example of if your task manager isn't working for you, at the core of that problem is the fact that you haven't been doing a regular weekly review, or maybe you've been reviewing the wrong things. If you haven't taken the time to clarify your problem, that might not be evident. But if you've dug in and used a tool like the five whys to understand what's going on, 
More than likely, the fact that you haven't done a weekly review or there's something wrong in your process will become very evident. I like to say that it's important to spend just as much time clarifying your problem as you do working on solving it. The reason for this is that when you're clearer on your problem, you make more effective and better solutions to it than winging it with a high-level understanding of the problem. Sometimes you make things more complex. Sometimes you make things more difficult to figure out if you wing it from the top level instead of trying to dig in and understand. If you spend just as much time clarifying your problem as you do working on solving it, you'll be set up to work through productivity problems in a much more effective way. When you spend enough time to understand the scope of your problem, the solution will become much clearer. Alternatively, you're just going to apply Band-Aid fixes and potentially cause a lot of headache and frustration and friction by jumping around to tools when you don't necessarily need to do that. So here's an example of something I've been working through and trying to use this methodology to solve. The last couple of months, I've been finding myself not super clear on where I'm heading. I had almost religiously every day picked out my most important tasks and out of that filtered out my top task and tried to work on that first. But that wasn't solving the issue for me. The rest of my day, I was fairly unclear as to what I was doing, why I was doing it, where I was heading next. I was getting lost at what was actually on my plate. I was doing my best to capture everything I could in my bullet journal, trying to manage my projects inside of Notion, but it just wasn't clicking. There was something that was off there. So the other day, I spent some time laying out the problems that I have, and I'll walk through those here with you. So the problem that I laid out is that I've been living reactively instead of proactively. And over time, I was finding I wasn't selecting my most important tasks as regularly. I wasn't updating Notion and going through my bullet journal as much as I had wanted to. And so I started digging in. Okay, I started asking the five whys. When asking why to the fact that I've been living reactively instead of proactively, I realized that I haven't been necessarily clear on what's next. A little bit deeper is that I recognize that I haven't been capturing tasks and ideas and instead have had them living in my head or in other places. They've been staying more in my quote-unquote inboxes. Not necessarily an email inbox, but more so other places that tasks tend to come to me instead of trying to gather them into one place. I also realized that I hadn't been planning my days or my week very well, and I just hadn't taken the time to do so. And as I dug into this, the solution became a little bit more clear. Instead of picking just my most important tasks for the day, it would make sense for me to start trying to do some kind of time blocking. Historically, I haven't been a fan of time blocking because every time I do it, it seems like half the day just blows up and I don't stick to the time block, but it's more so the fact that if I have a plan for what I am doing during the day, if I've thought through from beginning to the end of the day, what the rough structure of my day looks like, then I am more prepared to figure out what I'm doing at those times. Or if I get lost, I can look back at that plan and say, am I on track? Am I doing the things that I said I was going to do? So as I walked through this process, I realized that I needed to start doing some kind of time blocking for my day. As a result, that caused me to realize that 
my bullet journal would be a very great place to do this. And so I've started time blocking in my bullet journal. I've started to restructure some of how I'm using the bullet journal as well. I also realized one reason that I have been reactive is that I've had a little too much going on and I've been stressed and overwhelmed as a result. I have had, I've been juggling lots of projects at work, things going on with my family and effective remote work, and then add on the pandemic and multiple other stressors and changes that are happening at the same time. As I dug deeper into that, I recognized that I hadn't automated or streamlined some of my workflows further. I hadn't made it a priority to do that. And so at some level, I'm realizing I need to automate or at least set aside some time on a regular basis to think through processes, to try to trim down the amount of work that I'm doing, as well as being okay with letting certain projects slide. So I'm realizing that I have some specific problems to solve as I've gone through this five whys process, that I've needed to implement some form of general time blocking in my day to develop a better capture and processing workflow for my tasks and information, including defining inboxes, to plan my day the night before as best as possible, to pay attention to the rule of three in regards to my tasks at effective remote work. If there are items that come up that I need to automate, then I need to automate those. And then ultimately to be okay letting things go if it makes sense. It's really easy to identify where there are places of friction if you're paying attention. But it's challenging to come up with an effective and precise solution to a problem if you don't spend some time actually digging into the root of what that problem is. I hope you found this episode helpful in regards to digging a little bit deeper into your problems in a productivity system. If it did, I'd love to hear from you. Please send me an email at hello at effectiveremotework.com. My name is Justin. Thanks for listening to this episode of Process, and I'll talk to you in the next one.